0: Filtered clean water is sort of incredibly boring for a brewing coffee. If you're drinking a beverage that's 80% milk, quality or milk is going to have a massive impact on flavor, how it performs it. So, um, in the same way that you want a really high quality roasty coffee, you want to seek out really high quality pasture-fed milks. Um, so typically milk that comes from pasture-fed cows tends to be richer sweeter um, and you can actually taste the difference between cows that were fed silage and dribbled with corn. Um, there are more inherent sugars that cannot of grass grasses, they eat. Um, and it's kind of like, it's kind of a dumb reference, but Napoleon died my in my opinion. It's like dribbled kind of and it's like, oh, this cow got to do a patch of onion. It's like, that's a bit extreme, but, <laughs> but it does track, like if the cows are eating good grass, it's going to come through So um, we use, I think it's Tennessee kind of real. Hatcher, yeah. So Tennessee real is what we use. There's also hatchers nearby. There's a couple local areas, but you can get that at Turner Truck. I think you need to get at Publix in some way. Um, so and then we use whole milk. Basically, the other thing that's really important, you can of course do oat milk and almond milk. You just need to make sure that if you're buying those types of milks, that it's got an adequate emulsifier. So there's brands like uh, Califia that's really good for steaming. Um, you wouldn't want to use something like. I have a lot of trouble trying to yeah. do anything, like even just a simple flat white with a dot with yeah. almond milk. Like yeah. it's almost impossible. Yeah, that's it's so minimal. it's just a basic almond milk. But yeah, um, Pacific also has a um, line specific okay. sort of barista-specific uh, alternatives. Okay. And You can see, like, when you look at the back of the box, and they usually say something like has a lot a lot of carbohydrate, a lot of carbohydrate, a lot emulsifier. There's, there's more you know, palatable and organic version, but just pay attention to that. So, milk is important. Um, so, milk is comprised of 80% water, obviously, and then minerals, fats, proteins, and sugars. Um, minerals and water is not really to deal with too much. Steaming milk is the fat's proteins and sugars. Um, fat is what gives milk its uh, texture, its smooth mouthfeel, its sort of soft, velvety texture of the foam. So fat is incredibly important. That's why you want a higher fat content like whole milk. Um, that's why it's kind of hard to with the steam or with the skim milk. Uh, the same thing is true um, the sugars in The milk. We call them lactose, but that's actually made up of two simpler sugars, glucose and lactose. Um, those are both also found in roasted coffee. So that kind of explains part of why those two ingredients complement each other so well. Um, properly steamed milk should have all the sweetness you need. You shouldn't have to add any sugars or syrups to it. You should be able to bring out those natural sugars. And again, higher quality milks, you know, with cows that have had a diet, tend to diet, um, and then the proteins are, are found as curds and whey representing the solids and the liquids respectively. Um, when, you, when you heat up milk, those proteins combine and they emulsify as well, and they contribute the same way that the fat does. Um, and they give it that sort of thick honey-like viscosity and confidence the espresso so well. Um, and again, higher quality milk has a higher available protein um, and that allows you to stretch the milk Uh, okay, that's, that's very basic milk science and questions about high like, quality milk. Alright, so it's important now to understand the hygiene concerns of milk. Now it's not super relevant if you're not working in a cafe setting, but it is important just you know, for your own health. So, with anything that can grow bacteria, you need to pay attention to both the storage temperature and its serving temperature. Um, so, you need to keep milk below 40 degrees in order to prevent bacterial growth you can leave a gallon of milk on the counter for about 15 minutes before you start getting into to a dangerous temperature territory so that's why we keep a fridge underneath the espresso machine and try to keep it in the fridge as much as possible but if you're experimenting at home, you know you don't want to use the milk on the counter once in your kids the morning um, the other thing is you need to steam the milk to above 140 <clears> degrees <throat> because that's that's the point at which you've killed all bacteria for the most part um however you don't want to steam above 170 degrees because then you start to smell these sort of evaporated milk and burnt characteristics. And actually at 175 degrees, you've actively entered the whey protein separation barrier where you start to make cheese. So if you're serving extra hot latte above 175, you're still cream cheddar um, so for that reason we recommend everyone steams to about 150 degrees. Uh, with Sort of a five degree window on either side of that. And 160 would sort of be like the extra pot. But we try not to get up there because you're still getting that sort of current evaporated milk on territory. So, 140 is what we're going for. We are going to, for some of these first pictures, we'll use a thermometer to actually like, give you guys an idea of where you're making. But the cool thing about uh, steaming milk is that your body and your hand are about 98 to 100 degrees. So, the way this progresses is we use our hands as our primary thermometer. To know when you're around. But we'll try that kind of that. I'll that. Um, let's see what else should I go over. Okay, that's, that's really all there is to understand about milk. Um, so let's talk about the machine a little bit. You obviously need a espresso machine or just a steam boiler. Uh, we won't worry too much about this, we're going to talk about the steam valve itself. So whatever machine you have, just make sure you're getting between 0.75, one and a half bars of pressure, so it's atmospheres of pressure, and this is the gauge I'll tell you that. You can see right now it's sitting right above one, when you turn it down, it drops down just below, but you the number to is above uh, one and a half bars because then you're just going to start shooting over there. So whatever you're looking at, make sure you paying attention to the, the atmospheric of pressure that right? I think the machine's rated right below. Um, under three-quarters of a bar pressure in here. On and our, our picture insert. These are really that's all we're going to be doing today. Not any discussion. Um, so I want to talk real quick about uh, volume and the picture. So it's really really helpful to get a picture that has internal markings on it. You can go to places like Barista Hustle um, or Prima Coffee, and they have laser etched markings on the inside of super helpful, but it's not entirely necessary. So for today, what we're gonna be doing is is you can generally think of, I should back up and explain why this is important. So for a 12 ounce drink, you're putting in about 10 ounces of liquid, This is going to, you're gonna increase the volume by a third, by If we're thinking in cafe terms, if you were to overpour your milk by two ounces on every drink, um, and let's say you pour, Twenty drinks an hour, right? So if you're pouring an extra two ounces twenty times an hour over the course of a year, you're gonna end up pouring out about two uh, about twenty thousand dollars worth of milk down the drain. So it's really important to keep track of how much you're That's important for you know even your home budget when you're just going through your own stock of milk. Milk is one of the most expensive liquids per gallon. So. You know, so. For that reason, this is a 12-ounce pitcher, but we're going to imagine that one finger's width below that spout you can see inside. That's about the amount of milk we're going to want to use for a 12-ounce milk You know, it fluctuates if we're doing cappuccinos prototype, so on, things like that, but we're going to focus So, like I said, the end result is perfectly distinct milk is that you get a one-third uh, volume increase. So the visual cue then is if you have your cold milk, you got a finger's width below, that spout. We're looking for it to be almost right up to that spout by the time we're done steaming, or just a little bit of, um, now there's a lot of back and forth on whether or not the angle <coughs> of your steam picture in the milk matters or the vortex how you spin it matters it's it's more and more we're realizing that it doesn't matter as much it's just actually injecting the air into the milk. At the beginning um, just blanked on the terms for that uh, but essentially it's, it's, it's so, um, and again, it doesn't matter, a lot of people are very particular about where you place the pitcher. they're very particular about how you get the most spinning, but again, The part doesn't matter. Not as much as just getting the <laughs> amount of air in at the appropriate temperature. Um, that's why there's machines like the Eversess machine, which is a mm-hmm. fully automatic espresso machine. You just buy it. Starbucks, uses it. the same mm-hmm. thing you should put the C one in there, it's got a temperature probe and a, two agitators, one to inject the and one to spin the milk. You literally just sit there and put it in vertically, yeah. and it just does it by temperature and time and it produces really high quality. Well high quality <laughs> um, So there again, for today we're just gonna be focusing on listening for the, the RLQs on when we're when we've injected enough milk, it's time to transition from aerating into incorporating. So those are really the two phases, aeration and incorporation. Um, any questions yeah. so far? I'm using like a smaller container, like that one over there. The side secret- ring by side of the surface? No, and, uh, no, it just makes it a little bit more um, fast if, if it happens a little bit quicker because there's less. Okay. How right. much? The you same, know, the same idea. Okay. So this one is uh, I think it's a six ounce pitcher. They usually say somewhere on the bottom is going to be etched. But if you always start with sort of that fingers width as your rule of thumb, that gives you a good place to start but we can, we can use that one today if you want as well. You um, use different sized pitchers based on what drink you're making? Yeah, okay. Yeah. so if I, a, if I was making a portado, which is a 3-ounce drink, 4-ounce drink at the most, I wouldn't want to steam in this because, there again, you need enough time to fully aerate the milk and inject air into it, so you want a bit more volume, right? You want to kind of close together, whereas if it's a flat, thin layer, you're not going to get really good incorporation out right out when you big bubbles as opposed to this microphone. So what we're going with steam uh, milk is we're trying to eject that air up front. And you, you don't want to see a lot of big bubbles. You will see some, but what you're going for is to try to get the ear kind of spinning your ear, just submerging the tip of the wand right into the, the top. So if this is the surface of the lawn's the wand going to be just about like that where you can't see these steam bubbles. Um, you should still be able to see the, the rain around the tip. And that's where you're starting your spin, you're trying to listen to this sort of like light hissing, um, I wrote this like tish sound, but you can really it it's more um, sort of a whistling high pitch. Um, and you're trying to, to, like I said, you don't want to be blowing big balls on the top, you want to be skimming the surface. Um, so you'll see a little bit of variation, and then at, and there's a point where the tone starts to drop a little bit. Where you actually will very slowly submerge the tip, and then you're just going basically above that ring. So that's that's the amount of motion we're, we're dealing with there. Um, at that point, you want to try to get a vortex, try to get some kind of rotation. It's not entirely important. What you really want to do is try to hold the pitcher in a way that you're seeing that milk kind of like, rolling over itself, and pulling those surface bubbles down into the body of and, and that's going to incorporate it all together. And then that's when we're going to be using the palm of our hand, waiting for it to feel like it's about the same temperature as your palm. That's your Take your hand off when you can't hold it there for more than four seconds. That's when you're reaching about 140 degrees. So if you take your hand off. You turn it off. The note will rise to about 150 degrees. So again, it's it's this gauging of the palm of your hand, but also listening to these changes in pitch. So it's this high pitch tish sound down to more like metallic hum, down to this deep kind of like guttural sound. If you have a lot of like gurgling airy bubbling sounds that's the fact that you're putting too much air into the put the your one and one So I'll do a couple tests ask so you guys can come over and watch what I'm doing, and ask some questions and we'll just get right into it and I'll let you guys try it and I'll kind of coach you on your technique. <laughs> So that's just a really important thing to know about this a wand. We do that purge again, because when you turn the wand off, that's going to have a that train that sucks that belt you don't purge it out, it's going to turn to crusty and gross. and it's a fault. Um, OK, so any questions thus far? OK, so I'm going to pull my wand out. Well, just practice this purge, pull wand out. Again, it doesn't matter the angle of which you're setting. I like to pull it up until I get it and, stop, and back out just a tiny bit. Um, it is helpful to think of it as a quadrant, but you kinda of want to put your one in one of those four quarters just to make sure that you're pulling it in a comfort position. Again, the angle doesn't matter, it's just a matter of your, your comfort. Um, a lot of people like to use the, the spout as sort of a guide, and that's totally doable. So if you see my basically pulling really close here. So pulling the spout, just go to the tip the right about there. You can kind of see the it tip just emerged. And again, I'm pulling the hand so, I'm going to turn it on and what I'm listening for is this hissing sound. And am but' going to go quick. I'm listening for this hissing sound and then just kind of watch me as I... As I. Uh, there will be a point at which I'll submerge the wand, but I want you guys to pay attention to the model change. Next stage is called the grooming. So you see, I have a little bit of these larger bubbles there. Just knocking them out, of the bubbles, and then you swirl and incorporate more. What I'm looking for is sort of like a texture of wet paint, a sheen to it. It's kind of a little bit waxy. And if we were doing like cappuccino milk, I would actually looking for like a blob sitting on top of my swirl. That would be something like that. But you can also see. So there's where I started. So I, I'm sorry, I started about fingers with it. I'm just about that. Picture style so I got it up to one third volume That's I'll do that again kind of on. Oh, I want you guys to feel this real quick. Put your hand on the part Yeah, I've hard. heard before, oh wait three seconds or wait like five seconds. You can but I since we're like getting closer to it, it is, and you can we can do this with a thermometer and a jack. So I'm I'm stopping because so I'm trying to avoid getting up to um, I don't want to get up to 155 or 160, so I checked. It's maybe a touch shy but Yeah. But about that 140 mark. So again, this, this sort of infusion phase happens really quickly. Um, you kind of saw how I was skimming the top, those big bubbles were starting to end. She just very gently submerging the wand, just trying to pull those bubbles in. To now, on that one, I had a little too much surface air at the beginning, right? So it bubbles. And that caused me to submerge the water a little too quickly. So this is not as smooth as I want it to be, but it's still passable. It's still got that volume, but I'm willing to bet that if I were able to the smothering, it wouldn't have as much of that microphone texture. It did get a little bit hotter, you could go to that tonal drop. That should give the buffoon I kept my hand on a little bit longer than normal, but that's because that picture based on the temperature I saw was a little too to much. Yeah. The floor. anywhere in that red is certainly yeah. bad. Um, I tend to steam on the colder side just because I have a sensitive mouth, but also somebody says they want extra hot in. You know, I have have a more sensitive gauge and they're like, okay, if I keep my hand here an extra second longer and I'm comfortable, that's just going to blow me up at a very little bit of 10 degrees more. I'm not going to run through the risk of getting into that machine. All right, any questions? It's kind of a lot to to take in, but doing it is actually So who wants to do try to? Go ahead and feel that bottom. You want to make sure you're, you're feeling the bottom edges to the side. OK. So, that, that's yeah. So a little bit under, but that's OK. So the next one, let's try to Pull from that bottom part. Um, I think you got pretty good aeration. Actually, you got a lot of injection beatings see how it kind of So it has a wall sitting on top. That's actually very useful foam. Kind of see that stands up on itself. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a little bit closer to cap Okay, let's go ahead and This time, I would I would hold your hand there maybe a extra second you okay. feel it like it's kind of tricking your brain. You feel that hand yeah. like you like got <laughs> to stop, take a beat, and then so okay, that'll give like a little extra time. But there you go. It's sitting up really nicely. You're, you're me yeah, your volume came up really <laughs> really nicely. So there's also a maximum volume, so if you want to steam it. It's sort of twenty to fifty percent. Looking forward with some 30 right there on there. So you want a minimum of 20% increase, which would kind of be coming up just to like, basically that, below the line. You know, mm-hmm. that, it wouldn't have a in the creaminess and the foaminess, it just is sort of a very healthy latte. If, you uh, if you're seeing above 50% volume increase, then you're just getting these huge bubbles. Yeah. It's going to be like whipped cream. It's going to be hard to drink. People are going to get going to 12 ounces of any beverage and just make actually You're right sort of in that, in that range, it came up nicely up and you can in the sky, so there again, that would be a really good cappuccino hill. So this time we'll try, once you focus on um, keeping the tip, we'll watch it hit it somewhere, I'm we'll gonna start this one, go around the hands and bubbles up front, um, and then we'll move very slightly up or down and down, so go ahead and set up that next picture. all the way out. Mm-hmm. So do more of a front oh, gotcha, front. Okay. Yeah, so you can kind of see, if you guys want to come in real quick, you can see how the milk is touching the back of the ring. That's you know, slightly from there. That's about where you want to start. It's, it's just a little bit below that ring. And that's, if you start there, that gives you with enough. So that's where you want to start your incorporation. It's very slight, but it goes around the So you got to check the temperature because you did get to a point in to get to where the, the temperature change is going to have the most obvious quantum of that's going to go from this like kind of coming metallic to sound to this like deep. Yeah, see, you've got it right into that that one where going to be in help a little bit extra, a little bit beyond know, what your comfort level is, and that's that's what you're going for. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is the phone looking good? Yeah, yeah. again, okay. again, more like a cappuccino, but that's very good. You, know, you could do very decent logo on that. Um, so that comes again, there's a little too much um, that big bubble introduction. So okay. I would submerge the, the logistics when you start and there's a bit of a panic about having you to start seeing that you like yeah. oh, you know, go back away yeah so it's it's easier to push the line down to the middle when you start and back up slow past what's starting at the top and then to okay. yeah that makes sense i mentioned cappuccino foam i heard there is a, a huge difference between the different drinks you're making and how you're filming mainly the cappuccino so cappuccino you are and drink Espresso, one third milk, one third foam. So you wanted to have sort of this really, really heavy texture to set up on top part of the top on all that. With a um, latte, it's more like, uh, if you think about it, like eight parts. You have one, one part espresso, six parts milk, one part the So the volume is different, and you don't need a whole lot of, you don't even think there are foam on top of that. So yeah, you would, with cappuccino, and with latte, it's really more. Engaging the volume here, where, um, like I said, if you're getting from fingers with below the stop right up to that stop, you're in the latte territory. Getting above that is where you're certainly going to catch, you know, you're, you're getting to like a 50% volume increase. The so. um, but then if you're doing uh, a portado or a macchiato, you would still be trying to do, like latte, uh, milk. You just do that latte milk, you're just doing less of it. So if you were to take this milk and try to split that into a portado, your ratio of being pretty off you'd getting way more fun getting from, Good job. What's the next? Super you're so you're going So you hold it vertical all the whole time, you yeah. have a pivot. Right. I've had people say, I'll need a pivot towards you so you can see it. That yeah, can I find work. it's easier just to move your body over. Okay. Is there any difference in placement within No, no. So it's, it's mainly just what's comfortable for you. So I know people who like to, like I hold it kind of that way. I know people who just go right against the wall itself. That's totally fine. All you're trying to do is make. You can be not obviously on, on the rooster handling, so if you're in a position you've got like if you're dead center, but too far over and the one's not part of the place, you're going to see that like looping motion So, wherever you want to be, is comfortable to make sure that yeah, get it. That could be feeling down. Yeah. So, is that about the correct depth? Sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> um, yes. So, it's a little bit right back. A little in the back. You can still kind of see that notch on the sleeve one, so it's this piece right here. I ah, still kind of see that sitting above the middle. That's a good starting Gotcha. That makes sense. All right. got a lot hissing pitching sound. Once you hear that pitch change because there's more balls as one muted by the, the sound, then you're gonna watch the milk just kind of pull it up and hover around that thing. That's really as far as you can go. If you go below that and you can't see that ring, you're gonna start hitting what happens is is your steam is hitting the corners and the bottom and you're getting a vertical motion. And that's where you can lose material and that's where you start getting of these bigger bubbles and people want to So if you if you see yourself getting that motion very slightly back down a little bit and try to try to. You can actually that's where you can rotate the pitcher if you need to try to compensate for how it runs. Temperature's good, you're right, 140. So this time I would, same thing with the few. I would just wait make an extra beat until you want to go ahead and just start with the pitcher. That was super fast. <laughs> I think a lot of horizontal rotation, which is the general at the beginning, and then sort of a logical vortex, which is the collaboration. If that turns like this, that's what you're doing. You're going to make a huge mess of art and let that go Which is why the volume's good. It's it's a little bit up on the on the low side, but that was the right sound, right? rotation, And we lowered just the right amount. And I would have held it on there just a touch longer. That, that pitch got almost all the way down to that deep number we But it's a little bit yeah. So just a touch on the, the low side. So he's actually going a little bit so I think that's right at right at the very. That's, that's a decent amount of and you can kind of see how it's different from that cappuccino, where it's not sitting sitting up so much. I can't make multiple but Yeah, that's that has the texture of like that. That's great. Really cool. I've had it like this before. I'll turn it on, and this will, from where I'm standing, will shoot you right in the pocket. Oh! Straight (laughs) ahead. figure out how to correct it where I'm not, where my fingers are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a <laughs> <that's, that's, that's, laughs> so didn't think about that in the middle of it. But. <laughs> um, so could you hear that? It's a very subtle, burst, but do you hear that sort of pitch change at the beginning? <laughs> yeah, so you can actually hear that um, keep calling it tissing sound, that hissing, it starts to sound like it's got a great around it, but it's becoming low, you know, just, you know, that. Those air bubbles are starting to actually build up and it's, it's subtle, but you definitely got it. That's it. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's really good. Yep. So right. A little more volume. It's not quite in cappuccino. You know, but it's definitely about higher than last time. I think you're probably in the burning. But you heard that audible cue, so definitely you felt that on the palm, but yeah. it gets a little bit lower and then there's sort of like, bottoming out. It's not really dropping further, it just sort of hits this low now. But even there, again, you could hold you could, maybe well, another deep pass where it's was kind of you on It was hotter than I was expecting it to be? Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the end of a long day of pulling like, shots on the up you should kind of feel raw. It's kind of like downside. Yeah. Alright, you want to go? Yeah. enough times your hand starts to become conditioned like some losing some areas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah Well, I do it once a day so i like I don't really think I'm going get in there <laughs> what is it 10,000 hours in oh, what really yeah that's what it takes that's well i probably got it wrong for two years uh, <laughs> actually I just heard a great podcast between uh, the guy who came up with and then the guy who's in the is the polar opposite. Oh! Really? oh. So really interesting. So that's, that's pretty was, neat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. So. Mm. Well, it was a different podcast. Oh, good. I hate yeah. talking. Yeah. Yeah, so. Right about there. Right. And if you hear too much of that early all of them, just very, very slight. Like, this is. That's like this It's really, really tiny. It's Okay. 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 Nice. Awesome. Uh, so we're gonna come down that appropriate. Yeah. Okay that deep sound is a lot of I was sound like way too fast. <laughs> okay, very well. So what uh-huh. down there was you were starting at the right spot, but your instinct is to pull away from the yeah. back. So, so you know. got those big like bubbles. So that's, that's the thing gotta. everybody has to overcome is the panic part of your brain takes over and you want to stop what's happening, but you really have to just go forward and go against what your brain wants to do. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so you can feel kind of where it's getting to the, of the number a too long. Unfortunately. You can hold it a little bit longer. Oh. <laughs> no. to like, you oh, know, like, Back away for a second. <laughs> no, you can't, these, these yeah, little yeah. update promoters can get on uh, Websteron or Dreamoff, uh, I mean, which you can make that would be really some pictures. But it would help if you're sitting at home just to have this in there, watch the color and then you kind of calibrate your hand to your visual cues. But that's right just at, at the moment, so that's not terrible. It does have you know more of that yeah. volume. That would be more like a catch It would be hard to want to err that, but that's definitely sort of what I think it I feel like that's probably was Yeah. Well, OK, so this one, just keep in mind, you're going to start at the same house the perfect place to start just just go forward instead so. of back? OK. So, um, because this is on/off, you can actually just go on and off. Just use a flat palm so you don't have to worry about like, turning this. Because you can see how far I'm going before even engaging that switch. Yes, from there, to there it's on. That's turn. So if you want to just push Start a little bit higher as well, so that kind of why a little bit more long. that's good, and I think honestly the texture is really nice on the floor. it's a very even microphone. It's not sitting up in the hills. Um, I think that's great. I think again, just, just try to move forward and slowly back down. It's always better to, to work down long as opposed to having okay. to yeah. come together. But yeah, so uh, rather right than 160. So a little bit, but that's because so, you know we. Yes. double steam milk so if somebody asks for an extra hot it's better to uh, just remake the entire game. It's going to cost you as a shop owner 80 cents to remake it um as opposed to trying to see the milk or frankly again and you're just gonna obliterate the volume of the yeah actually it's something up right now it's, it's really yeah it's sitting up on itself like lots of people should but it's not stacked. Nice microphone, it's creepy looking white paint machine. Yeah, it's good. Nice lots of all right, so for the next part. nice and make some So you can go again or we can start the whole cycle, whoever wants to go first, but I'll pull a shot. So... if you ever see those four port filters, that's how you get that single shot. Yeah. A negative port filter, this is going to be a double shot. uh, What I'm doing for this is uh, 18 grams in, 14 grams out, it's a 2.3 to one ratio. And the way you you do this on your own, too, if you're working in a cat by yourself and you have a rush, um, you can actually pull your shot and see your milk wash out. Because I like to hold the handle in my palm. So the idea is when I'm done pouring, I can grab it by the handle and give it to the customer. Um, alternatively, if, if they are, I guess, the or if they're left handed, you can hold it this way. Because you, you don't want to touch the rim. Right. That's a certain You're just holding the handle the palm. Also, if you were going to do latte art, it's easier to pour it this way. So, you think it's easier to hold it if you are and leave it on the counter, for second? Yeah, because so you want to be able to get so the it. So, you're holding it on. Go ahead and hold mm-hmm. well, it with the handling uh, pointing up towards Chris. Give that uh, on the swirl just to make sure. If your milk sits for too long, it'll start to of separate, so just swirling it like that is going to help with the milk, belt. And I just sit like this, right? Yeah. Do I start higher or low? If you were doing lazare, you would start of high. if you, you want these lattes, you can drink them. Yeah. Um, do you have something even ceramic or paper cups? Can I just paper? Yes, Actually, I don't her. even need that. I'll just <laughs> pour it in my cup with ice. already okay milk on ice. Who wants to go next? You, oh. 13 years in this business, so I can't do this. Anymore. I can't. I can't. I try and I try to make myself so mad. It's one of those things where you just have to do it every day. Yeah. So, in my case, I'm pulling shots. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in my case, I'm pulling shots maybe once every two weeks. Mm-hmm. The milk should have everything it needs. It should, be, it should be body. It should be sweetness. It should be a nice, rich mouth. <laughs> okay. So, uh, in that situation, what you want to do is, um, so you start out in good position, then you kind of back up a little bit, that's yeah. right, there's a big ball sitting on top, so, you yeah. so you work your way back up the line, and then, you might actually need to rotate your hands a little bit, like this way, to, to get that rotation going, but your, your positioning vertically is good, When you have these, these large holes on the that's another situation where I just... So this would again be like a trial and error situation where because cups and pitchers aren't, you know, made for each other. It's like when you used to be able to buy the hot dog buns, yeah. ten hot dogs in a pack, same thing. We have to figure this out now we should make cuts on some size But In this situation, you would want to probably fill the ball into the line okay. for that size cup. Okay. So, good to know when, you, when you're basically evaluating your equipment. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right, Sean. Did you want paper or do you want a screen? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm fine with, uh, siren. How does it taste It is really good. Yeah, I usually have to have some kind of like sweetener in mind, but it's good. Um, no. Is this a lighter roast espresso? Because it doesn't seem as dark as what you Yes, yeah, so this, this is our new espresso that's coming out next week It's called well, It's our blue hair blend. It's actually a natural Ethiopian with a Honduran blend. Um, yeah, it's, it's more of a restaurant style. I like time. it. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing or milks, so you kind of want a more delicate, lighter espresso because so you don't want to an overwhelm. The same way you don't want like a super heavy milk to overwhelm the espresso, you don't want the espresso to